0: I'm Addie Lowen. Here's your Steinbeck Online Daily News for Friday, March 5th. So the Steinbeck Bible College has found a way to put on their annual theater production this coming weekend, despite COVID-19. Amber Waldner plays Elizabeth in this year's production of Pride and Prejudice. She says they started rehearsing the show last September. We were planning to actually present it like with an actual live performance with people in the audience in the middle of November. But that's when Code Red hit. Director Richard Clausen says they were recently given permission to resume in-person rehearsals. He adds they then got the streaming rights, filmed the show, and it will make its online debut tonight. Robin Campen, who plays Mrs. Bennett, says she is looking forward to the premiere. I don't even know what to expect. I have confidence that it will be an amazing production. So I'm looking forward to actually being able to watch it instead of having the stress of having to perform it. The show will stream tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday at 7 o'clock. It is free, but those that want to watch need to register on Stop by Bible College's website. And it is not often that the exterior wall of a home suddenly ignites, But Steinbeck Assistant Fire Chief Russ Reimer says that is exactly what happened at a home along Hanover Street yesterday afternoon. It
1: was unusual. I I personally haven't seen that often.
0: It was around 4 o'clock when Reimer and his crews arrived on scene and found that the building's outer wall had somehow caught fire. Strange though it was, Reimer says the fire was explainable.
1: There was an electrical cord plugged in there and we're assuming something must have just shorted out in the wiring and then uh, created some heat behind there and, and lit the wall on fire.
0: Extinguishing the blaze took mere minutes, and Reimer says the home sustained only minor damage. The people who lived there were able to immediately go back inside and resume their evening activities. And so with the unpredictability of ice right now, experts are recommending to skip out on your river trail skating date this weekend. Reporter Connor Gerbrandt has more.
1: The general advice that we would give is stay off. According to Life Saving Society Safety Management Coordinator Dr. Christopher Love, the ongoing warm weather has made for dangerous and deceiving ice conditions. 38 centimetres of ice, that could melt down to half its size in a nice warm day, and you could get even more melting if we're talking about a river or stream where the current is flowing below the surface. Love Suggests snowshoeing or hiking as safer alternatives to going out onto the ice. But for those who do take the risk, he advises taking frequent ice measurements and wearing a proper flotation device, as drowning in cold water can happen in 10 seconds or less. I'm Connor Gerbrandt.
0: As well, spring weight restrictions on all Hanover roads take effect today, and other nearby municipalities will soon be following suit. Bylaw Enforcement Officer Stuart Penner says there is one big change worth noting this season.
2: Ridge Road from uh, Highway 216 to Highway 12 will be
1: a no-truck route this year. Council decided to try to save the infrastructure.
0: Meanwhile, Stabbeck Public Works head Randy Reimer says there are a number of differences in the city's own weight restrictions which will be in place as of Monday.
2: We have made some changes to uh, the way
1: we're implementing our restrictions and it's spelled out pretty clearly on our website
0: In La Brochrie, Public Works Manager Ron Kowalchuk says there's no set date when local weight restrictions will take effect, but he does not expect any significant changes.
1: I think it'll be the same as last year, pretty well the same format.
0: Like Steinbeck in Hanover, Kowalchuk says La Brochrie's weight limits will need to be posted soon as the weather is warming faster than anticipated. And so with the unseasonably mild weather we've enjoyed this week, well, it's prompted Steinbeck City crews to prepare for spring. With more, here's reporter Shannon D.
2: Randy Reimer, head of Public Works, says they started opening drains at the beginning of the week. Obviously we haven't had near the snow we have had over the past couple of years, so uh, the drains and ditches and stuff are, are looking pretty good. We're trying to open them up uh, where we think there's going to be uh, minor problems, but we are not anticipating, unless we get a couple of heavy dumps yet, we're not uh, anticipating that the runoff uh, will give us too many problems. Reimer says the lack of snowstorms this winter has certainly saved the city money as it means less overtime for staff and less fuel for equipment. He notes the large piles of snow where crews dumped throughout the winter were only about one quarter the size of normal this year. Meanwhile, he says during this pandemic, more people are out walking and riding their bike. And as a result, the city ran its two sidewalk plows just about full time this winter to address the icy sidewalks and drifting conditions. I'm
0: Shannon Dewick. There was a serious snowmobile crash in the White Shell yesterday afternoon. STARS Air Ambulance was called to the scene at about 4 o'clock. According to a STARS spokesperson, a middle-aged male patient sustained serious traumatic injuries as the result of a single-vehicle snowmobile collision near Falcon Lake. The patient was flown to hospital in Winnipeg. That is all the information we have right now. This is a developing story, and we will provide more details as we receive them. So you may have been asking yourself... Why is all of Manitoba still under code red when many regions are doing so well? Reporter Connor Gerbrandt has our answer.
1: Now that many regions, including most communities here in the southeast, have gone weeks without any significant COVID-19 activity, many are wondering why restrictions are still following the critical or red designation on Manitoba's pandemic response system instead of orange or even yellow. That question was asked of Deputy Chief Provincial Public Health Officer Dr. Jazz Atwal this afternoon, who says there are still other factors to consider.
2: We still have risk here. Some of our indicators are still in the red. You know, our hospitalization numbers are still high. Our ICU numbers are still elevated as well. The
1: rising number of variants of concern in Manitoba also has the government hesitant to change their designation. However, Atwal says it is being reviewed regularly. I'm Connor Gerbrandt.
0: And so let's have a look at those COVID 19 case count numbers. As public health officials confirmed this morning, there are 54 new cases of the virus in our province, including four in Southern Health and one in Steinbach. Meanwhile, one more person with COVID 19 has died, which brings the total number of deaths due to COVID 19 to 904. With that, Manitoba has adjusted its timeline for administering COVID 19 vaccines. With more, here's reporter Shannon Duick.
2: Dr. Joss Reimer with Manitoba's Vaccine Implementation Task Force made that announcement following news Friday morning of more vaccines being approved by Health Canada. The use of Johnson & Johnson's COVID-19 vaccine has been authorized by Health Canada for use in our country.
3: I'm certainly optimistic that uh, we will be able to offer all Manitobans um, a vaccine uh, by the end of June. But uh, the more vaccines that are approved, the more likely that uh, that June date becomes. Um, you know, and if multiple vaccines continue to be approved, we might even be able to move it up earlier than that for the first dose.
2: Dr. Reimer says the plan is then to begin administering the second dose once the first dose has been offered to all Manitobans. She notes our province has no intention of slowing down clinics unless there is data showing a health benefit in delaying the second dose.
0: I'm Shannon Duick. And Manitoba has adjusted its timeline for administering COVID 19 vaccines. With more, here's reporter Shannon Duick.
2: Dr. Joss Reimer with Manitoba's Vaccine Implementation Task Force made that announcement following news Friday morning of more vaccines being approved by Health Canada. The use of Johnson & Johnson's COVID-19 vaccine has been authorized by Health Canada for use in our country.
3: I'm certainly optimistic that uh, we will be able to offer all Manitobans um, a vaccine uh, by the end of June. But uh, the more vaccines that are approved, the more likely that, uh, that June date becomes. Um, you know, and if multiple vaccines continue to be approved, we might even be able to move it up earlier than that for the first dose.
2: Dr. Reimer says the plan is then to begin administering the second dose once the first dose has been offered to all Manitobans. She notes our province has no intention of slowing down clinics unless there is data showing a health benefit in delaying the second dose. I'm Shannon Dewick.
0: For details on these stories and more, including photos, full interviews, and video, go to StabackOnline.com. I'm Addie Lowen.